Hey, Dan. Hey, Pat. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Well, all right, Dan. So it's uh, we're doing another podcast. It's been like a couple weeks. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Such exciting times in which we are living where Dominion cards spring from the ether on a semi-regular basis. Weird. We should uh, We should talk about some of those cards. Yeah, I'm still trying to process these things, man. This there's a lot going on. Whew. There's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of moving pieces. This new set has a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was uh, it was Saturday, uh-huh. uh, Saturday morning or late Friday. Uh, the full Dominion Adventures rule book was posted mm. on the interwebs, mm. and the the uh, Dominion portion of the interwebs got very excited. Oh yeah, and I think we're a part of that interwebs. I was I was excited. I yeah, I was a little excited. I was kind of busy. And I, well, I, I was able to... And you dropped everything you were doing. <laughs> I wish. No. <clears throat> uh, I did download the manual, and I looked over... I looked at it quickly, and I'm like, whoa, need to put some serious time into reading this at some point. And then I, you know, didn't really get a chance to get to it until very recently. And then I still haven't really read up on... I'm sure there are many people chatting about this on the forum uh, and I haven't had a chance to look at any of that stuff. So I'm kind of coming at this a little fresh. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So today, we're, we're I think we decided to split this into three podcasts. So today we're just going to talk about like kind of the uh, the closest thing we have to vanilla cards, i.e. the vanilla actions, the action durations, and the reserves, mm-hmm. and uh, the treasures, as it were. Sure. They are not necessarily cards that could exist in any set, but... Uh, they are the they are the closest things that we'll uh, we'll have to that in Dominion Adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't we uh, why don't we go through that and then uh, next time we'll we'll talk about something else. All right. So we've got uh, the Artificer, Artificer, Artif- is how, Artificer. Is that how you say it? Art- Artificer. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, anyway, that is a five cost action card. It reads uh, plus one card, plus one action, plus one coin, and then uh, in text it says discard any number of cards. You may gain a card costing exactly one coin. Per card discarded, putting it on top of your deck. Neat. Yeah. So it's a um, I guess it's what you would uh, what you would call a a peddler variant in that it's a plus one card, plus one action, plus one coin with a twist. Well, I would call that more like a market variant without the buy, right? You say potato, I say potato. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the obvi- obviously the uh, the thick of it here is discard any number of cards. You may gain a card costing exactly one coin per card discarded, putting it yeah. on top of your deck. That's kind of cool. So it has like a little vaulty action, right, where you get coin. You get some, you know, something for the number of cards that you discard. Right. Right. And then in this case, you actually get another card, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So I could see this being super cool with tactician or or some other hand hand builder hand grower. Exactly. Any anything where you're growing the size of your hand without without having really control of what it is because obviously you're you're only going to want to discard things that you're not going to later buy cards with. So, yeah, like hunt, hunting grounds or smithy. Yeah. yeah. Decks decks that are full of junk love this card basically. Oh yeah, cuz you can discard all your, you know, curses and estates and and other nonsense and uh and ruins turn it turn it into something good. Yeah. Games that <laughs> games that get ugly uh will be slightly <laughs> less ugly with this card around. I think 5 seems a little steep just because as as always competition for fives is is tough you got to be a pretty good mm-hmm. card to be five but it is a strong mm-hmm. card i like it i think it's 
uh, like many cards, uh, somewhat somewhat situational. But given the right situations, I think it will be uh, it will be quite nice. Yep. What do we What do we have next? I'm gonna grade the artwork on this one. Oh, okay. Yep. Because <laughs> you know I'm I'm a little fussy about that stuff. So I've decided to establish a uh, one through five rating scale uh-huh. for artwork, and I'm gonna put this right in the middle at three. Not the worst, but okay. definitely okay. not as strong as some others. It is worth noting that we are looking at an extremely low-res JPEGs uh, that were taken out of a <laughs> extremely low-res PDF. PDF. Yeah, still not so great. I can. I, I'm. You know, I'm an artist. I went to art school. Okay, I know what art looks like. Okay. Okay. In- incre- increased resolution isn't going to do this any favors, is what you're saying? Nope. Nope. Fair enough. It's just how it works. Okay. Following next card is the Bridge Troll. Costing five, it is an action attack duration. has the lovely orange border, like seaside duration style cards. And it reads, each other player takes his negative one coin token. Now and at the start of your next turn, plus one buy. And then below the line, it says, while this is in play, cards cost one coin less on your turns, but not less than zero. So I see what they did there. See, it's a bridge. Right. So it's, but it's a bridge troll. Right. So it's an attack. Kind of, yeah. It's very clever. So, so like bridge, it gives you a buy and it lessens the cost of everything by one, which is cool. And it's a duration, which is kind of cool. But then it has an effect on your opponents in that they t- – I, I still don't know. What is it? What is it? When it? So when they say each other player takes his – Negative one coin token. What does that mean? What What do you do with it? It is just a. It's just a piece of cardboard. Uh, and the next, t- it's just it's a piece of cardboard. It, this This card hands out cardboard. Uh-huh. And the next time that money is spent by a player, they need to mm-hmm. spend one coin to get rid of that token before they spend any additional money. So where does that Where does the token actually sit? Like does I, it sit? It, I guess in front of you. Okay, and so that uh, and until that. So and that's perpetual. That stays there until. How do you get rid of that? Uh, by spending money. So you just need to spend a coin. Oh. And then and then it and then, it, and, then that, and where does it go? It goes off to the side, goes, I guess. Yeah, back to the center. I mean, it's gotcha. It's, yeah, okay. It's wherever. Fair enough. I think it's a solid card. Yeah, I think that. Again, this this is just how Don, Donald has. Uh, this is just how Donald has decided to uh, do attack durations, which is affecting the buy phase of other players. I'm sure he. Mm. I'm sure he tried other things, but now we're we're three for three with the action attack durations uh, affecting other players' buy phases, uh, which is fine. I, I just I just wish that there was that there was another way to do an attack, but maybe and I, I guess there is, but maybe maybe they just aren't as good. Mm. A, du- a duration attack, to be clear. In, yeah. So after the bridge troll, we've got our first action duration reaction that can be played on another player's turn. Pretty cool. It's called Caravan Guard, and it costs three. It reads, plus one card, plus one action. At the start of your next turn, plus one coin. Uh, And then under the line in the reaction portion of the card, it reads, when another player plays an attack, you may play this card from your hand. And then uh, in parentheses, it says, plus actions uh, have no effect if it's not your turn. So this was Advent- Dominion Adventures is great. This was a bit of a disappointment when when Donald uh, said, "Hey, there's going to be a card that you play out of turn." Uh, I think a lot of us were like, "Ooh, that's you know, 
what's is it going to trigger a whole turn is it going to like what is it going to do and basically what it does is it gives you plus one coin for for three bucks uh and a card yeah it's a it's a it's a it's uh you know it's another peddler variant you could say no, it's uh, not a, where, where do these peddler va- no it's not a peddler variant <laughs> um it gives you a coin basically and and a card uh, I believe, and a card no yeah i get it uh i mean it replaces itself and gives you a coin someone on the forums uh put it best in that it's sort of like it's it's sort of it's it's almost like a coin token uh from guilds in that you can play it immediately when another player plays a card and then you'll have uh you'll have a coin for your next turn or you'll have a coin for the turn after that. Mm-hmm. So it's like a coin you can bank for one of two turns. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess that's fine. I don't know. I don't I, what know. I think is interesting is that it's it's only three when a normal caravan, uh, which is basically, which does what this thing does, you know, plus one card, plus one action, uh, is four. Uh, well, yeah, so that's doing a similar thing only with a card. I guess this is this is almost putting a value on, or putting a price premium on, extra cards versus extra coins which is which is fair in general you know if right if right no i, I guess so i mean i would have my guess is that this would have been also four yeah yeah that would have that would have made more sense to me but i'm not complaining yeah i think honestly i think it would have been more interesting if it were if it were a four and it gave you two coins maybe mm-hmm. I, i'm just just throwing that out there mm-hmm. um three for what is effectively you know a, a, a copper is mm. eh, i don't mm. know i don't know mm. it's cool uh, it, again, it is uh, un- unexplored, previously unexplored play space, mm-hmm. which is or, or design space, which is always interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Moving on. Anyway, uh, next up is the dungeon, which is another duration card. Uh, <clears throat> costs three, and it reads plus one action. Now, and at the start of your next turn, plus two cards. Then discard two cards, sort of in ish. I would I would compare it to warehouse or warehouse ish. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. All right, so what else does that? There's a couple. Of, there's one other thing that does. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a sifter. Yeah, or or, or actually, young witch kind of does that. Yeah, it's uh, any any card that gives you any non-terminal card that gives you cards unless you discard unwanted cards is is uh, you know that's in that wheelhouse. I like it. And it's only three. Yeah, this this could have very easily been in Seaside. You know, there's nothing uh, too fancy here. I could see. I guess it probably is probably is a little too similar to Warehouse to be in Seaside. I like. Yeah. I, I could see this being a really great opening card. This is a, you know, a, a, yeah, a for sure. Initial buy. Get get past those those estates. Mm-hmm. It's a great card. I like it. I like it a lot. After that, we've got Gear, uh, which is also a three-cost action duration, much like Dungeon. It reads, plus two cards, set aside up to two cards from your hand face down. At the start of your next turn, put them into your hand. Cute, cute. Kind of like a ha- kind of like Haven, right? Yeah, it's a little Haven-y. Um, I was reading the FAQ on this card, and uh, what is interesting about this, what is unique here, mm-hmm. is that is it is... A duration card that doesn't necessarily durate <laughs> in that it says set aside up to two cards from your hand face down. So if you decide for whatever reason to set a, set aside zero cards from your hand, mm-hmm. uh, you clean it up this turn. You, you know, it, it does not remain out for, for a turn. You pick it up immediately and shuffle it back into your deck. So huh. obviously the cases in which that might happen are 
maybe somewhat rare. I mean, I guess it depends on what those plus two cards are that you draw. Mm. But as far as I can, I, I, I mean, I'm just racking my brain here real quick. I don't think any other uh, duration cards, but, you know, pretty much if you play a duration, it's it's out at least a turn or, or in Caravan Guard's case, you know, half a turn mm. or a turn and a half, however you want to determine that out of turn, turn. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, this is kind of another sifter of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's you massage those bad draws. Well put. How would you uh, how would you rate the art of this card? Uh, this is right in the middle. I would give it a three. It's not uh, anything to write home about, but it doesn't make me sad. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, what's next? I believe Miser is next because we already covered a bunch of these other guys in the previous recording. Miser. Uh, this is a four cost action. And it reads, choose one. Put a copper from your hand onto your tavern mat. Or one coin per copper on your tavern mat. Yes. Interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm not see, I'm not super sold on this tavern mat business yet. I need to kinda I need to see it. I need to like actually <gasps> you need to touch play it. a game. You need to it. you need to feel I, it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I get it, but I'm still I it's I'm slow, man. It's yeah. gonna take me a minute to get, get the hang of this tavern business. I, I like this because uh as you and I both know and perhaps some of our listeners know at this point, I am uh I'm a gentleman. I uh I don't like attacking yeah. um, unless provoked and, and this Strikes me You're as a big very, softy. I am a big softy. This strikes me as sort of a non-attacky uh, pirate ship. Basically, instead of pillaging someone else's treasure, you're pillaging your own, quasi tra- quasi trashing coppers, in fact, uh, and turning those coppers into uh, potentially big money after after a few goes around. I like it. Yeah, I'm. I I think this is this is this is good stuff. This is another thing that could be in Seaside. I think uh, again, if if pirate ship wasn't already in Seaside, yeah, thematically, yeah, banking banking future turns. Okay. That's kind of what you know, looking looking out into the sea into the sea was all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you are are you are you not sold on miser? Or you're just not sold on the tavern mat. Uh, it's more the tavern, Matt. I mean, okay, I get it. Fair. I think it's that's cool, fair. and I, like, I just want to, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta feel it, you know. Well, soon, soon. Mm-hmm. Um, after Miser, we've got the Port. Uh, it is a four-cost action card, uh, and it reads plus one card, plus two actions, and then when you buy this, gain another Port. So this is uh, this is your Vanilla Village for the set, or as mm-hmm. close close to Vanilla Village as you can get. And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like two villages in one, basically. Yes, it is a neat card, and I look forward to playing with it soon. Uh, it's worth noting that this uh, is a 12-card stack, and that uh, it has uh, 12 uh, copies of port in it instead of the usual 10. I think that's just for more even distribution in a, a higher higher player number count games, just because this, this pile can go quick, uh, you know. Yeah, but quick. why why twelve though? Not, like why not twenty? Like the ruins or rats? <laughs> Just rats know? it up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were running out of spots in the spots in the game. I think there's six blanks in the game, so they, I guess they could have upped it to eighteen. But really, would we want eighteen ports? I don't know. No, but like I'm trying to think. There aren't any other cards that you know any non-victory cards that come in quantities of twelve. Yeah, it's just port and mm-hmm. port and rats. Well, uh, yeah, I mean more than ten. You mean yeah? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Interesting. 
Well, it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy here in expansion number nine. Oh my! What? Uh, let's see. Uh, next up is Ranger, uh, and that is a four-cost vanilla action, as you say. Uh, pretty straightforward. Plus one buy, and then it's uh, it's one of the token-related cards. It says, "Turn your journey token over," and then in parentheses it starts face up. Uh, if it's face up, plus five cards. Ooh. Pretty cool. Now, I couldn't help but notice in the artwork uh, similarity to Hunting Grounds. Oh, I can see that. Because um, the guy, you know, they both have a, a, a you know, an image of a, of a fellow crouching in that sort of same position. And, you know, Hunting Grounds uh, is a draw. I think it's four. Uh, so, so it's, you know, they're, they're both hand growers what do we call those is there a term for that i mean it's a terminal draw hand expanders yeah let's go with that i like it yeah this this is uh continuing the trend with the journey token uh yeah. basically that uh it is good when you're turning it face up and uh le- le- less good otherwise <laughs> i mean it's always nice to have an extra buy yeah yeah, otherwise it's actually if you think about it if without the if the journey token is face down then this is basically just a ruined market. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that is exactly what it is. It is a four cost ruined market. Boom. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh, Ranger. Yeah. Go to the market. Uh after after that we've got the uh the rat catcher is next. Which I think is misnamed because, you know, you think, oh, cool, rat catcher. It's going to interact with rats. Nope. I think it has is. has nothing to do with rats. Well, it is thematically, it is it is tied to rats and that it's a, a can't. Well, anyway, here, let's read the card first. Please. Uh, so rat catcher is a two cost action reserve card and it reads plus one card, plus one action. Put this on your tavern mat. Uh, and then the, the tavern function on it is. At the start of your turn, you may call this to trash a card from your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a it's just a cheap uh, non-terminal trasher, and I guess it's like rats in that it involves tr- trashing. I don't know. I got nothing, <laughs> well, man. You, you, well, you get a card in an action, just like rats. Sure. Uh, and you get to trash something when you actually call it, so to speak. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's cheap. I like it. You know, I could. This is another obvious opening. Yeah, opening by. Yeah, if, uh, two five. Sure, not for sure. Not not too shabby. No, I don't know if I would spend three on it. No, but uh, yeah. Uh, coming up next is raise. How about that? Mm-hmm. Another two cost action. Uh, reads plus one action. Uh, trash this aura card from your hand. Look at a number of cards from the top of your deck equal to the cost in coins of the trashed card. Put one into your hand and discard the rest. So that's so, kind of complicated. Yeah, there's a lot lot going on in a little card. Little, little $2 guy. So that, that basically says... So it's cool that... What's nice is that you can trash it, right? So if you trash it, that means you can look at two cards... On the top of your deck, correct. Yep. Yes, and then and, and then uh, keep put one in your hand, and then 
chuck the other. I like the fact that it's a uh, non-terminal trasher. I feel like those are and any non-terminal trasher, generally speaking, I'm 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 a fan of just because they are sort of few and far between, and a a two-cost non-terminal trasher all that can potentially trash itself. All the all the all the better. All the better. It is it is always going to have a target that you can trash with it, which is nice. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I like it. Self trashing, self trashing trasher. Mm-hmm. What's next? Uh, next is. Oh, I, I guess I guess you read you read that, so I, I will I will, I will tell, read what's next. Tell us about relic. Relic is a five cost treasure attack. What? What? Uh. It reads two coins, so it's a silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it says, when you play this, each other player puts his negative one card token on his deck. So basically, that's that's Aww. forcing your opponents to play one less handed next turn. Interesting. It's you know what what, what I think is interesting, just from a, a nitpicky point of view. That's not a terrible attack per se. You know, that's I mean. If they call this a treasure attack, how come ill-gotten gains isn't a treasure attack? Because that gives you a damn curse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Yeah, you uh, you raise some fair points. I'm just saying. What's up with that? You're 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 just saying. That's I think I'm the saying. fact that I think the fact that this can be played multiple times. Or, I think that maybe is the differentiating factor. Is that ill-gotten mm-hmm. gains is on gain? Yeah, it's a one-off. Um, so. I like it. That makes sense. But. But yeah, no, I I agree. It is it is. But I don't think you know you can't discount negative one card. Ah, it's one thing. Here's it's one thing. thing to, yeah, you can defend against an attack. It's true. So you can have like a lighthouse uh, or moat or what have you, or or any well any reaction card actually literally you know anything that says when an opponent plays an attack card. Yeah, you can you can bring about some defense. I think this negative one card token just because we haven't seen it in in play as of yet mm-hmm. i think it is stronger than we might think it is like it's one thing to have a discard attack where mm-hmm. you get to choose what you're discarding right well you know when you're discarding like a a discard down to four attack is rarely like that's nothing right but the um, fact that no next turn you can, you can't pull five you gotta pull four exactly yeah that I think, is that is kind of nasty yeah uh but i look forward to playing with it <laughs> <laughs> indeed. indeed. Uh what do we got next? Uh following the relic is the royal carriage. This is a weird looking card. Too much purple. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. All, right, all right, save 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 the save the art critique. Uh it is a 5 cost action reserve card sporting the lovely new tan. Uh it reads plus 1 action. Put this on your tavern mat. And then below the line, it says, directly after resolving an action, if it's still in play, you may call this to replay that action. So it kind of has a throne room connotation to it. I don't know. Again, with the tavern mat, man, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still having a hard time getting my head around it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay, Dan. It's going to be fine. We're going to we're gonna get through this. I'm sure it'll be fine. I just... I know it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that this is cost correctly, just because it is basically a a throne room that's always going to hit. So obviously that would cost more money. Like 
throne room, sometimes he draws dead. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is one that always works. But uh, like like these tavern cards, but they're you know it's it costs you two shuffles to use it basically. You you know you can't right. Because I'm assuming once you play it, then it goes back in your deck, and then you have to put it on your tavern mat. Da, 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 da. Again, yeah. You know? No, no, you're you're right. You it does. You can't. They are all inherently kind of slow. You can't. You well. Well, correct me now. Maybe I don't understand this. Can you call something off your tavern mat like right, right after you put it down on there? Uh, you can. It's kind of like a duration card in that duration cards stay out until they are no longer until there are no more effects to resolve, and likewise these go out and then can be called immediately as soon as they have something that they can resolve. Uh, so in the instance, hmm, I'm trying to think of a, a good example. I mean, this this would be an example right here, is that you could play Royal Carriage, immediately play an action afterwards, and then immediately after that call upon the Royal Carriage. Hmm. But most of them, yeah, uh, most of the other ones that we've seen all take place at the start of your turn. Gotcha. Yeah, like uh, you know, Rat Catcher and... Uh, uh, what what's the what's the one that lets you drop guide yeah yeah cool transmogrify all those yeah i mean it could be really neat it could be neat i'm looking forward to, to seeing how it plays out so to speak as it were mm-hmm. moving on to treasure trove which is fun to say that is a five cost alternate treasure and it is another silver you know two two coin value card uh which reads when you play this gain a gold and a copper which is weird it's a treasure trove i i I guess so why is it only five uh because it is good and bad uh okay i guess so and it gives you two which is kind of cool right yeah no i i i am a big fan and and i i wish i could count the we could we could try and do it right now. What? Although we're just going to embarrass ourselves because we're not going to be able to name them all. But all the five, all the five five cost uh, silver alternate treasure cards. Oh geez, there's a, there's a few. Yeah, right. So I mean, there's two there's two right here, relic and uh, true treasure trove. Mm-hmm. Stash comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Royal seal. Is Royal seal two? I think you might be right. And then there's also that other one with the. Uh, where you uh, it's not counterfeit. Uh, it's the other one where you get two silvers. Oh, sorry, two coppers. That's cash. I think is what you're thinking of. Yes, and it, I think that's actually, and that's worth three, isn't it? Treasure trove. Yeah, compares uh, quite nicely with cash. Yeah, it's like cash or cachet if you're uh, French. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> how would how would you rate the art of treasure trove? It's very colorful. I would give it a four. It's it's pretty. I mean, again, low res here, but I, I like what he's going for. It's shiny. I like things that are shiny. I'm yeah, it's a, it's a treasure trove, so obviously it would be shiny. Yep. I I don't know. I'm kind of into this. I feel like gaining an early gold, even at the cost of a copper, and I feel like as these expansions wear on, yeah, there are more and more ways to trash cards. Oh, yeah. So gaining a copper is not so bad. Well, look at that raise. I mean, come on, you know, boom, boom, done, mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Or this would actually team up well with uh, counterfeit. Yeah, I think as well. I think uh, you got a couple of counterfeits going. After that, we've got Wine Merchant, mm-hmm. uh, and this is also with some interesting design space He's a happy being, guy. being explored here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a five-cost action reserve card, and it reads, plus one buy, plus four coins, put this on your tavern mat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then under the line, it says, 
At the end of your buy phase, if you have at least two coin unspent, you may discard this from your tavern mat. So this is this is the only card that's like this uh, that we've seen, mm. is that most reserve cards are setting you up for a better turn in subsequent turns, whereas this is a plus four immediately, and then in order to get it back to use it again, you kind of almost have to buy it back. Uh, you have to spend another two to to get it to 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 play it again, which uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I like I like what it's trying to do. I think that is a that is unique, and I I wish there were more cards like it so I could like it even more. Mm. As it stands, I'm not totally sold on it. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm still on the fence. I don't quite fully. I can't. I can't. I'm having a hard time. Picturing this interacting with other cards. Right yeah, it, it seems too expensive for what it does. Again, the, it's it's hitting that five uh, for four. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a no-brainer even. For five, it's like, oh, that just became a dicier proposition. I'm sure it's cost correctly. Mm. It It is probably more powerful than we realized, but it is, um, as the kids say, high variance in that it's giving you plus four coin on on a turn and then it's mm. zero for it's it's even less than zero it's negative two to buy it back on subsequent turns um so i don't know we'll we'll see how it plays out uh i i, I remain weary and finally mm-hmm. we have distant lands our token yeah. uh, victory card in the set mm-hmm uh, it is a five-cost action reserve victory card, and it reads, put this on your tavern mat. <laughs> That's it. Uh, under the line, it says, worth four victory points if on your tavern mat at the end of the game. Otherwise, worth zero. Interesting. Yes. So no, I like is, it a lot. Yeah, I kind of like this too. This is, it, it reminds me a little bit of, like, islands, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like an island okay. where... You put it off to the side, and you get the points for it. It's a little pricey, you know, but it's it, it's like the cost of a duchy, but it's but you get a little bit more than the I know. Three it's, I think it's perfect. People on the forums were saying, uh, "Oh, have you? Did you ever try any other any other price points or you know price combinations? Say mm-hmm. making it six but worth five, or you know something like that." And Donald's mm-hmm. like, "Nope." <laughs> no, I think it feels feels real good. Yeah, it feels real good. No, I think it. I think that's right. I th- it's it's just the right. It's when you've kind of converted from buying a province every turn, you and your opponent or opponents, to going duchy to duchy, and maybe you throw in a distant lands if you think that you can get it back onto your uh, tavern mat. I think it's great. Yeah, I agree. I, I, man, I wish that there were more. I wish that there would be multiple victory cards in in these big sets. But what are you gonna do? Eh. Yeah, eh. victory's overrated. <laughs> it's just it's just the name of the game. It's just it's how you it's how you play the game is what's more important. Yeah, man. Very sportsmanlike of you, Dan. I'm a sportsman. I enjoy sports. So I think that's uh, all we're gonna do for this time. That was uh, all of the regular. I mean, close close to regular a- action duration uh, reserve cards. We're gonna go through that we didn't discuss yet. There were you know, obviously yes, exactly. There were a handful from the previous episode. That were pretty cool. So there's still plenty of events to explore, and then of course the upgradable cards, the yeah traveler cards. Mm-hmm. So those will be fun. Mm-hmm. Also fun. I as we were recording this podcast, I got notification that my copy of Dominion Adventures has shipped. Yay! How about that? Uh, so that's exciting. I hope to get that very exciting in time for the weekend. 
I just got a, an email from Amazon saying that something I bought was shipped. So how about that? Well, la di da. If it it's, it's not, not if it's, it's not, not Dominion Adventures. Nope, it's a roll of tape. <laughs> well, that's exciting too. Super exciting. Very good. Uh, well, perhaps the next time we record one of these, we will have a better sense of how they play out, as other people will have been playing with them, and hope, hopefully, I will be. A, well, you will. I, I will have been playing with them. I'm. I'm exactly. I'm curious. I, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I haven't made my purchase yet. I, I might just kind of pull the trigger, but man, I am. My my schedule is so slammed. Uh, finding the time to play with. You know, there, there aren't too many experienced Dominion players that I play with regularly anymore you, since you moved away. So, sorry, bro. I, I know it's fine. So, I mean, what, what I'm really curious about and hopeful and also worried and well, a, a combination of all of these things is uh, what uh, what does the online implementation of this set uh, oh boy. look oh like? Boy. Yeah, man, some of these mechanics are going to be interesting you know not not obviously not these basic things here like the you know the mats and stuff like that but definitely curious about the uh coins and events and stuff like that so uh, this will be this will be interesting i i I don't i i have my expectations are low (laughs) let's put it that way (laughs) for the for the playdominion.com implementation you mean Indeed. Uh, I will yes, be the first well. guy to, to purchase it when it becomes available. If it becomes available, I will happily give it a shot. But uh, my expectations are low. Well, hopefully you'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stick with my low expectations and not expect to be surprised by anything. Well, that, that also works. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. A pleasure, as always. As always. Uh, we'll pick this up uh, in the not-too-distant future. Yes, we will rejoice in our shared victory. Indeed. All right.